0: We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is the life. It still gives us the life. Live. The reality is, he is all things beautiful, capital B, and so anything that is authentically
1: beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God.
2: And good morning and welcome. I am Heather Carroll. I am your host this morning for Real Presence Live. We're broadcasting today from sunny Sioux Falls, South Dakota, the back storage room of the mustard seed. It's a Joy to be here, and always uh, joy to be coming from the mustard seed, because mom takes care of me here. So (laughs) we have an awesome show uh, lined up for you this morning, and I say that about every show because I line them up, (laughs) and so I'm biased, but we really do have a great show lined up for you this morning, and I'm actually going to introduce our first guest early, so good morning, Steve.
1: Good morning. How are you? I am super fantastic.
2: So we usually start our our shows with prayer oh let's do that let's do that bit okay so we discussed my computer is not behaving okay so I can't pull up the prayer I wanted so do you mind
1: yeah let's let's do I'll just do a spontaneous prayer that would be great in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit amen mm-hmm. come Lord Jesus come Holy Spirit Lord God thank you and praise you for this day and its many blessings we pray for all those listening all those who will hear this Bless them, bless their hearts, Lord God, bless their lives, protect them, guard over them, their families, their loved ones. You know their needs, you know where they sit and where they stand. You know every hair on their head, Lord God, just bless them in this moment when they hear this. We pray for conversion of hearts, we pray for your mercy to be upon us, Lord God. And bless all the guests, bless their words, that they would feel relaxed and free and at peace. I ask all this in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. How's that?
2: Wonderful! All right. Thank you so much for that. You bet. My pleasure. It's wonderful. So Steve Castle is my guest, the first guest this morning, and I'm excited to have you for many reasons, um, but mainly because you're now a staff of RPR. Wow. Is that crazy? <laughs> I love it. Holy buckets, what the heck happened? <laughs> I don't Woo! know. But when I heard Steve Castle's name mentioned in meetings, I was like oh. <laughs> God please, yes. God please, please,
1: please. <laughs> the man, the myth, and the legend. No. No, no, no.
2: <laughs> so why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about who you are?
1: Well, I'm I'm just a guy, born and raised in Sioux Falls, <laughs> South Dakota. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you know, I, uh, I I like to get all excited here. <laughs> That's so. all right.
2: You get all excited. I'll control so, it.
1: So, you know, born and raised in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, I graduated from O'Gorman, went to Christ the King, um, w- was just blessed with a great Catholic education. Um, f- thankful to my parents for that. Went to Augustana University. It's not Catholic, but it's pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, did spend about a year in the seminary up in the cities um, during that time. Um, you know, so, just, I, I love this community. I basically lived here my entire life, except for five years, when mm-hmm. I went up to Fergus Falls, Minnesota, and I was a parish administrator at Our Lady Victory Parish. And I spent that time up there, was called there, and then called back home. And mm-hmm. uh, since that time, you know, I got my degree in business administration, so that's what I, I've been doing. I've been doing a lot of a lot of operations stuff, a lot of culture, a lot of business consulting a lot of boring stuff that probably no one really cares about, <laughs> but the people that do care about really care about it. Yeah, so uh, right. it, it's been a wonderful journey. So well, that's uh,
2: interesting. Yeah. So now you're um, you came aboard Real Presence Radio. What's your position here?
1: Uh, I am a relationship listener, relationship coordinator. Good job. Does that sound right? You yeah, get A plus. I, I'm still. <laughs> I'm still getting my feet wet here, but that's what I understand it to be. So yeah. yeah.
2: So you, you briefly said something about culture. So talk about that culture in the workplace. What is that and how do you work on it?
1: You, really good question. So here's the, the simplest way I could describe it for you. Culture is the worst behavior that's allowed in an organization. Oh. Wow, think about that for a second. So I'll repeat that culture is the worst behavior that's allowed in an organization. It's really the bottom part, right? And so, uh, people, people tend to, to leave, n- not organizations, but they leave people. They quit so people. True. So true, so true. You know, culture is all about aligning behavior around some, some, some core tenets, right? Mm-hmm. And saying, this is how we're gonna behave, and this is our agreement to behave in, in the workplace. And it's really no different than our faith, right? Mm-hmm. You know, in our, parish, in our parish families, we have some central tenets, we have some central belief systems, sure. we're gonna worship together, we're gonna celebrate the sacraments together, we're gonna to treat each other as Christ would want us to treat each other, we're gonna love each other, right? All those things. And mm-hmm. so we, we have that that flag that we rally around, which is the church. Right. And so an organization and, and I, I like Ecclesia Domestica, the domestic church, that's the family unit. It, mm-hmm. It's the, the most smallest unit of, of what the church is. But you know, organizations can also be a reflection that all things, all creation can reflect God, and so so can our workplace. So while I haven't been able to overtly like tell people about Christ.
2: Till now. And, right. <laughs>
1: Except in my personal life. And in, there's been moments in my professional life for sure. Uh, Joe Rutt would be happy, you know, with Catholic Men's Business Fraternity. <laughs> so yeah. definitely it's like the St. Francis thing, you know, preach the gospel at all times and only wo- use words mm-hmm. when necessary. Yeah. So I think that's attributed to him. <clears throat> so uh, so that, that's kind of like, I like to help people. You know, I, I like, to, I like to, to, to serve people and be present to people. And uh, Real Presence Radio is is such a excuse me a beautiful beautiful opportunity for me to do that. Yeah. And uh, it's it's an amazing it's an amazing organization, amazing mission. And uh, you know, while while it was like a shock when I was invited, I was like, well, let me think and pray about this, yeah. you know. When the Lord
2: calls, I want to listen. I, w- I want to hear that. So So talk a little bit about your journey to Real Presence Radio because it was a little bit of a journey. Oh, for, for sure. Well,
1: I'll tell you, three, probably three weeks ago, I would have told you you're crazy <laughs> that I would
2: be here. Because you've seen us. We share office space for some time. Yeah. And yes. you've seen us in the office space, and you're like, those people are nuts. Well, no. I, weird. I, I was like, <laughs> praise
1: God that they're there. You know what I mean? And so what a powerful mission to, to support you know, the mission of the church and the diocese and the parishes and, and, and try to build up family and try to um, build up vocations and just all the, the wonderful goals that we have in our organization. But, you know, yeah, so I've been like, it's amazing how God will, it, it, he'll leave you bread crumbs, right? Mm-hmm. And he'll draw you close to something. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm not very smart. Um, I'm, yes, pretty, I'm pretty stubborn, and usually it's two by fours in my life.
2: <laughs> you need the neon signs. Oh my! Flashing. It's,
1: you know, you can talk to my wife. I know she's listening. Hello, <laughs> Tina, I love you. Uh, you're amazing, and uh, she's put up with us for a lot of years. And uh, so sometimes, you know, I take a little bit more than the average person. Um, but I was blessed to be working with Larry Canfield at Canfield Business Interiors, really over the past two and a half years, mm-hmm. um, really intensely over the last year. And, of course, he's a board member mm-hmm. uh, recently. And he came to me, and he's like, Steve, would you ever? And I'm like, well, of course I would ever, you know, but my goodness, <laughs> what does this even look like?
2: Is it the last job on the earth? Or <laughs> well,
1: well, you know, you just don't know. You know is it yeah. possible? Can you, I've never is, thought of it. Is there a livable wage there? Because I've got to take care of my family, right? All yeah. those things you've got to cross those, those bridges. And, and, of course, you have objections. And I had objections, like any person, but the Lord just gently kind of overcame those. Um, in, in a very real way, and, of course, within my heart, you know. And so it's been, and so here's, here's the beautiful signal, Grace. So my first week of work was two weeks ago. So last Friday, I was at Gorman Junior High for the first Friday Mass, and um, I'm at the Mass, and for whatever reason, the Lord kind of veiled, you know, what day this was, but it was the feast of uh, Our Lady of the Rosary, which was Our Lady of Victory, right, it was Victory of Lupinto. Well, the last time I was in ministry, I worked for... Our
2: Lady of Victory. Our Lady
1: of Victory. So it's kind of like the Lord went, Steve, I got you. I got you. I got you. And so it's just so beautiful. You know, uh, Scripture tells us, "Draw, draw close to the Lord and He'll draw close to you. And so it's just one of those beautiful moments of grace. So I know I'm supposed to be here. Right. Yeah. Praise God.
2: What other signals have you gotten?
1: Um, well, the invitation, yep. right? Um, and then
2: somebody asked you if you'd ever thought about going, remember? Tell me more. Back Going back into ministry, and you're like, I don't know. Because somebody had said to you, I think God's calling you back to ministry.
1: Yeah, so I was, I was having uh, an evening with a friend, and I hadn't seen, uh, some of you may know Lance Nielsen. And so, um, Lance, I'm going to call you out here, brother. <laughs> and uh, we're just talking, we've known each other for a really long time and uh so he just looked at me and he goes man steve i i think the lord's calling you back into full-time ministry and this was probably about six or eight weeks ago i, I laughed i was like come on lance <laughs> like really? i scratched that itch it's okay you know i'm, I'm building <laughs> I my, fam- my time <laughs> i'm building my family up i'm you know this is my number one ministry and uh You know so and i I didn't say i didn't say no i didn't say no i wouldn't do that i said man i can't see it Mm. and he goes well just be open be ready i said okay all right sure enough
2: and then larry came along
1: and larry came along so you know again the lord is going to place these people in your path and and they're going to see things you don't see they're going to see gifts and talents that you can't even see in yourself um you know i didn't even think well gosh you know could could i do this thing could i do this work Mm -hmm. and with with god all things are possible you know and so the, the lesson here for me is grace follows the yes.
2: Amen. That's grace so true.
1: Grace follows the yes. You know, God doesn't throw pearls before swine. That's a tough scripture. Mm-hmm. Think about that. You want grace in your life, you've got to start saying yes. Mm. And so there's a lot of times I haven't said yes. I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of times I've failed. A lot of times I look back and I go, "Man, I should have said yes. Why didn't I say yes?" Mm-hmm. You know, but God works with us the whole way. He's He loves us. He's our Father. He's guiding us gently. You know, it's
2: beautiful, beautiful. Well, folks, if you're just tuning in, uh, you're listening to Real Presence Live, and we are broadcasting this morning from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and I'm talking with Steve Castle. He is our newest hire here at Real Presence Radio. He is the new Listener Relationship Coordinator in the Sioux Falls area. Um, And we are just beyond joyed to have him join the team. And I think you're going to fit in perfectly.
1: Well, I hope so.
2: But we need to take a break. Let's do it. And we're going to come back and you're going to stay with me, if that's all right. Great. I need coffee, so this is perfect. Okay. We can get you a refill. We've got it here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. More Real Presence Live and Steve Castle right after this.
0: Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year for example you could designate real presence radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your ira or make rpr beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments to learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest Please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started.
1: Did you know you can listen to all your favorite local shows like Awaken and Real Presence Live on any podcast platform such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Amazon Music? Just search for Real Presence Radio on your favorite podcast platform. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes in the future. And don't forget to give us a good rating so others can discover the shows. Listen to your favorite RPR shows anytime, anywhere by subscribing on any podcast
0: platform. Just search for Real Presence Radio today. You're listening to real presence live now back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area heard right here on the rpr network
2: and welcome back i am heather Carroll, and i am your host this morning for real presence live thank you for joining me i'm broadcasting from sioux falls south dakota and i'm chatting with our newest hire at real presence radio steve castle he is the new uh, listener relationship coordinator here in the Sioux Falls area. So you're going to take care of all of eastern South Dakota. And for those inquiring minds that want to know. Teresa is still with RPR. <laughs> so she was yes. your predecessor in the yes. position. She's just moved up and taken a position at RPR in Fargo. So she's actually Exciting. running the board this Exciting.
1: morning. And yeah. she's, she's amazing. Yeah. I've talked to so many people that just absolutely adore her. I do. And so she's amazing. Teresa, yeah. high five.
2: High five, Teresa. Gold star. Sport. <laughs> so, we were talking with Steve Castle, who is taking on the position today. I wanted to go back in time a little bit, Steve, and talk about your faith journey. All of us, um, if we're cradle Catholics, even us cradle Catholics, there's a point in our lives when the faith becomes our own. And if we don't have that, then I think we're kind of maybe lukewarm. And some of them might be gradual. Um, a progression of making the faith your own but it needs to be your own how did that look for you
1: yeah great question so you know parable of the vineyard right everyone comes to the vineyard at different times sure but you know the lord can give the reward however he wants it Mm. um i was i was blessed to come early And you and I were talking on the break, um, you know, that came through search for Christian maturity. So when I was a 15 year old kid, um, I was going to Gorman high school and I had a condition in my back Hmm. that I had to wear this big old back brace and, and I just, I hated life. I was really angry. So you looked Um, real cool. I I did not look cool. (laughs) I did not look cool. Um, and, and so I was really insecure about that. And, and it took me out of a lot of things I loved. I was, mm. I was an athlete and I couldn't play football and I was at a Gorman. Like during those days, like football was the thing, right?
2: And you're a, a tall, big guy. I'm a guy. big guy. Yeah. So that just seems natural.
1: Yeah. Everyone would think that I would, And I did play football till a time until the doctor said, you know, Steve, hmm. you can't do this. It's not safe for you. Hmm. And so, which is, which is beautiful because then I started running and we can talk more about that too, potentially here, but, um, so I was angry. I was just really mad, um, and I was I was like most kids. I was doing some things I shouldn't be doing, and I had some sin in my life. And my mom came to me, Mom Kathy, I love you, um, a, a beautiful uh, woman of faith, and she begged me at our kitchen table. She said, "Steve, in two months you're going to be having this major surgery, and when I say major, like twenty one fusions of my spine,
2: uh, 10, 10, 11
1: hours." titanium rods i could die you know i was facing my mortality you're only
2: 15
1: 15 years old but they needed to correct this thing right and i had this congenitive uh disease called schumann's juvenile kyphosis which is like winning the lottery like two tickets in a row it's extremely rare and so i felt man i got the you know i was feeling sorry i ultimately was feeling sorry for myself well yeah you know, and I
2: think there's some room for that. That's okay. Yeah, I was privileged. Yeah. You
1: know, I, was, I was a good middle-class kid. You know, I was blessed. My, my mom, my dad got us through Catholic schooling, and we went to church every Sunday. We we're a good Catholic family, um, but we were Irish Catholics. We run a little hot. You <laughs> know what I mean? It's passionate. And so my mom, you know, cheerfully is begging me, Steve, please go. Please do this. Please do this thing. Hmm. And I'm like, Mom... Like, you have me in Catholic school, I know all this stuff, like, give me a break.
2: Yeah, because as Catholic school teenagers, we know it all. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, it's like, I got this, what's wrong with you? And so my my mom just said, please, 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 and she goes, here's $50 cash, here's the keys to my car, I've already called your best friend, some of you may know the Ronics, Jason Ronick, John and Jeannie Ronick, we're Christ the King parishioners, and he's going to go with you, so going to do this and I said fine <laughs> and so and, and this is a big leap of faith a 15 year old kid driving a car to Aberdeen South Dakota mm. which at that time this was before it was 80 miles an hour it was about a four four, four plus hour drive up there and this was in April you never know what the weather is going to be like and my yeah. mom was deathly afraid of weather and so um, it was a leap of faith for her mm-hmm. and so we did we went up there and I'll be honest with you I hated Friday I hated Saturday but on Friday, the Lord knows a young woman or a young man's heart and there was a young woman there mm. and I was like, Huh. Mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And she was really nice and she talked to me. I'm like, maybe we'll we'll stay. I remember Friday night, Saturday night, uh I was talking with Jason, and he's like, Should we get out of here? I mean, we got the car, we need to leave, and I said, No, let's <laughs> hang out. And There's of course, cute girl. <laughs> yeah, I was I was drawn to her. And so, um, you know, it came Sunday and uh you You know, I don't want to spoil anything for people, but let's just say that there were some love letters Mm -hmm. that I received from family, friends, teachers, a lot of people. And I'm reading those letters, and again, I didn't love myself. Mm. You know, I looked in the mirror and I hated myself. And I had people tell me how wonderful I was, how many gifts I had, talents I had, that the Lord had a plan for my life. And I'd heard all these testimonies for these young people who, who talked about you know, how they loved God, and and they had worse circumstances in their life than I did. Mm -hmm. I remember I heard one testimony um, from someone who had lost their mom, Mm. you know, tragically, and just terrible circumstances, but they loved the Lord, and they had peace and joy, and I wanted that. I was drawn to that. I was attracted to that, and I remember um, at some point, I saw Jesus staring back at me in those letters, those love letters. Mm -hmm. I I, I received the love of God in a very powerful way, very powerful, and I, I remember I just wept. And I remember I looked up at the cross, and I saw Jesus on the cross, and I was like, Lord, I don't know who you are. Because who I know is not who these people know, and I want to know you. Right. And I want what they have. I give you my life. Wow. And I remember I felt so untethered in my life. I, I didn't know what I was good at. I didn't know what I was going to be or do. Mm-hmm. And there was this intense sense of purpose. Mm. I felt just like I was laser focused. And it was overwhelming for me that God had a plan, He had a purpose for my life, and He was directing my path. And I was meant to be there. And it was, you know, I tell people it was a weekend, I could have said no to you. I could have said, Mom, I'm not going. Mm-hmm. My mom would have respected that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: She have been sad, she would have prayed for me, the Lord would have found another way. But you know, that young lady is my wife. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so that's Tina. You know, so it, it gets me a little emotional even today, but like... I could have said no to that, and God is the consummate gentleman, He loves us, He would have found a way, no doubt, I believe that, but that was my divine appointment. And so when I say grace follows the yes, I had to say yes, mm. first to that invitation from my mom, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and, and, and the Lord of course knew He had this grace He wanted to bestow upon me, His Son, and so, um, you know, so that was it for me. I was like, I was sold out at that point. Um, and so. God, in his infinite mercy, he, he knew the challenges I would have in my life and what would happen, and, uh, and that moment was for me. Yeah. And I believe that that moment is for all of us. Some of us, we talked about gradualism. Mm-hmm. Some of it's every day. Some people, they just get a little bit closer mm-hmm. every day. And I will say, you know, since that moment in time, it has been very gradual.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I just hadn't said yes yet. I hadn't cooperated with God's grace in my life. And so that was my moment, and you know I thank God every day for that moment. Yeah. Um, you know the the fifth mystery of uh, um, the joyful mystery, which is the finding in the temple, and the fruit of that is the joy of finding Jesus. Mm. And I always reflect on that moment when I'm praying that particular decade because um, that 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 has kept me going the rest of my life that, that that little bit of god's love i experienced keeps well me going.
2: the one the one thing that i i heard you say that i found interesting was that you said that you knew jesus according to other people and yes. their version of who jesus is to them yes and you found it for yourself can you talk into that a little bit because i don't think people think about that very often yes about how jesus is all things
1: so I had to encounter him. And so, you know, it's the road to Emmaus.
2: Mm,
1: okay, yeah. this is the road to Emmaus. And, and even those disciples didn't know who he was. Right. They were being told about him. He opened the scriptures to him. I, I had been on the road to Emmaus. Mm. You know, the breaking of the bread for me, when, you know, suddenly their eyes are opened and they're like, we're not our hearts burning on fire. You know, yeah. like. I knew throughout that weekend, I was close. I was like, who is this? What are they saying? Why are they so happy? I remember walking in. We've both been to search. You, you first walk in, and there's all that energy, and people are, are, are praising God, and you're kind of like, who are these people?
2: <laughs> what are they doing? And Friday night, some of the things they do on Friday night are, not to be mean, but kind of tear you down a little bit. Yeah. Open the wound. You got to die a little bit. Yeah, You. yes, absolutely. And so Friday night's kind of a tough night, but... They take They're you still to the cross. Happy. It's weird.
1: They take you to the cross. <laughs> and you know, and so it was such a a, a providential moment in my life. Hmm. You know, some people are like, I've never had that, Steve, And I said, but you've had other things I haven't had. Sure, you didn't need that. Remember, I said, like I need two by fours sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, that was my two by four to get my attention. And, and I've been working on that ever since. And so um so so yeah. God is present, I believe, every moment to all of us if we cooperate with His grace. And, you know, for me, that's what's God's moment for me. Mm-hmm. And, and, and every day there is that, that gentle invitation, right? Yeah. Every day there's an invitation back. Because all we have is today. It's all we're guaranteed. Right? Mm-hmm. We just got today. I have friends who, um, who are gone from tragic car accidents. They were beautiful people. Mm-hmm. Okay? No one knew they were going to be gone that day. Right. And so all we got is today. And the invitation is for, day, for today. He's not yesterday. right? He's not in the future. He's present to all of it, but we're not there. He can only be with us today.
2: So describe the Steve Castle after that weekend in high school. You went in for surgery.
1: Yeah, I went in for surgery. Um, <clears throat> it was tough. Uh, it was, I had to diet to a lot of things. I never was able to really be in athletics again. Mm-hmm. Um, which was really challenging for me, at least high school athletics. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I lost you know, a lot of my my abilities and all those things, and I had to die to those things. But I gained so much more. Um, and so I, I was kind of a zealot in the beginning. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm like an all-or-nothing kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And so I had to learn a lot of hard lessons because everyone should hear this. Not everyone wanted to hear it, right? And That was hard for me. So... But but really the the one thing that, that happened a little bit later, probably 1996, I would, would have been by 19, 20 years old, was I was on a Life in the Spirit seminar and, um, and I received the Holy Spirit in a really, really powerful way, okay? Some people know who Dave Kinsman is and, and uh, Father Joe Vogel and some mm-hmm. of these guys in our diocese. And they were all present there and uh, something changed. Like I, I remember, you know, I would try to talk and give my testimony and it just didn't land Hmm. and once i received the holy spirit really really powerfully and it was always there i received that at my baptism it it was you know those gifts were 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 brought forth and uh in a sacramental way through my confirmation but something happened Hmm. that that was different i'll tell you one thing i couldn't sing before that moment i'll tell people they hear me sing now like well you have a beautiful voice steve i said I couldn't sing. I wasn't in a choir in high school. I never sang.
2: It's almost like you weren't ready. It's like, do whatever he tells you. You know, God yeah. made that moment in Steve's life, your life, to say, okay, we're at the wedding of Cana. Now is your turn. Yeah. And go so it, for
1: it. But yeah, it was these steps towards a deepening, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and so, um, and eventually I felt the call. I remember Tina coming to me and, and we were dating. and She said, you need to go into the seminary. I'm like, what are you talking about? We've been dating for like four (laughs) years. She goes, you need to go. Wow. It's time. She goes, um, and I remember I discerned that went. And, you know, I always tell people the Lord graciously called me in and he graciously called me back out again. Mm -hmm. And what I tell people is you can't discern in fear, Mm -hmm. right? And I was afraid to make the wrong decision. And once I I had the freedom to choose equally spiritual goods, marriage or the priesthood, they're both good and, and ways to holiness, I was able to freely choose. And I know today, like I feel totally confirmed in my vocation. Mm-hmm. Even though I think, you know, priesthood would have been <laughs> awesome. I love priests. I love, I mean, I was Absolutely. attracted to it, right? Yeah. But you got to be able to discern in fear. I have a son, and that's what I tell him. I said, You're not really discerning if you're not open to it. Hmm. I said, That's fear. Yeah. And so you got to be open to all of it. Wow. You got to be able to say, Lord, whatever you want. And once you do that, then you'll know. Yeah. Because you'll have the freedom to choose. Yeah. It's
2: always a scary place to be, but he he catches us.
1: Yes, he does. Every
2: time. Steve Castle, it is such a joy to have you on staff. Thank you. Why don't you give a plug for our great banquet coming up?
1: Ooh, yeah. So uh, (laughs) November 10th in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, um, 630 to 830 at the Ramcota, I believe Mm -hmm. I got that right. And we have Dr. Ralph Martin, mm-hmm. who's coming. He's amazing. Um, you know, he's going to just get us all jacked up and excited for, for being Catholic and Catholic radio. Um, so I encourage everyone to go. You know, a lot of people are like, well, you know, because there's an ask, you know, this is to support oh, yeah. the ministry, and, and we're not afraid of that. They're like, yeah. well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I have any. I said, don't worry about it. The Lord loves a cheerful giver. Just come. Just come. Just come. Hear the mission. Yeah. Hear the mission. if yeah. if, 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 if that... If that resonates with you, if that mission of Catholic radio resonates with you, then, then the, the giving will happen. Yeah. And it'll be yours and it'll be, it'll be what God wants. And so just come. Yeah. We want you there. We, we want, want to there. celebrate with you.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So, folks, if you want to join us for our banquet on November 10th here in Sioux Falls, you can go to realpresenceradio.com and you can sign up there. So just head on over right now while you're thinking about it. Save the date. So, thank you, Steve. It's a pleasure having you, and we'll have you on again.
1: Awesome. My pleasure. Thank you. All right.
2: Well, folks, we need to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to have an update about the St. Vincent de Paul Society here in Sioux Falls with Kathy Crisp. So stay with us. More Real Presence Live right after this.
0: Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live